This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. And I feel like I need to preface what I'm going to say with this. I'm a huge advocate of breastfeeding. Anyone who knows me well knows that nursing is something I believe in. And all five of our biological children were breastfed until they were 19 to 23 months old. However, we also have fostered and adopted, and I've been so grateful for formula companies in those situations. I'm also grateful for formula companies because our last two biological children, I really struggled with my supply and did all the things, spent so much time and effort, and just was never able to produce enough for them to be able to gain weight and not be hungry. And so I was so grateful for companies like Byheart. Byheart is an infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Their mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, Byheart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass-fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. They're made with certified clean ingredients. It has no soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast with code crystal for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So go to byheart.com forward slash podcast and use crystal to get your welcome offer. Welcome to the Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get to where you want to go. Whether you are in your car, folding laundry, cooking, cleaning, or maybe even just enjoying a cup of coffee and a few minutes of quiet, we're so glad you're joining us today. Here's your host, wife, mother of four, foster mom, entrepreneur, and author, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of The Crystal Pain Show. Today's episode, we have some special guests in studio who, who won't be talking, but they oh. might be making, or they might be talking, but yep. Yep. not in in a voice, in um Understandable voice, yes. Understandable words, because we have both Champ and Kirsten with us today. Jesse's holding Champ, I'm holding Kirsten, and... I guess this is going to be our new podcast setup now that the kids are back to school. <laughs> He's going crazy over here. That's funny. Speaking of Champ, we have had a big week with oh, him. Definitely. Have uh, had probably, what, five doctor's appointments so far this week? Yes. Three in one day? Yeah. Three in one morning, actually. Yes. Yes. It was back to back to back. So He is now the proud owner of a helmet. Because he has a misshapen skull, so we were able to get a helmet for him, and he's getting adjusted to that. Doing very well with it. I've been pretty impressed, yes. I would not like to be wearing one of those all the time, and he's handling it like a champ. Yep. That's his name. And also, we had ENT, audiology, he had a swallow study. Anything else that I'm missing? I know he has developmental therapy today. Um, we found out, it seems pretty for sure that he's going to be getting hearing aids. Um, mm -hmm. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm the money saving mom on Instagram and talked about how he has some hearing loss. And so we're excited for him to be able to get hearing aids early before he starts talking because we're, we hope that's going to help him. And mostly we're just excited for him to be able to hear close to 100%. It sounds mm -hmm. like, yep. 
And um, he also passed his swallow study. So move on to some hey, solid buddy, foods. What does that mean? You get to start eating real food instead yeah. of that yucky, yucky formula that is. Oh, yes. Anything is going to be better than that. <laughs> He's on special formula that because of his digestive issues. And so it's called Elicare. And it is, it smells so nasty. I can't even imagine how it tastes. I know. It's. Utterly disgusting. But the good news is, is that for the swallow study, he had to swallow. <laughs> he swallowed barium. Uh, and he was chowing down on that. I think it probably tasted better than the Elecare. We also mentioned that the kids went back to school. So all three of them, like we talked about last week, are going to the same school this year. And um, they're doing really well. It's only Thursday. They're a little tired, I think, after um, months of being home. And having a very calm, chill, quiet life, getting back into the rhythm of lots of classes and going from class to class and lots of people and all that. It's um, a little tiring to them, but they're doing so well and they're really, really loving it. I also have an update, Jesse. I helped you or I encouraged you to start doing audiobooks and collagen. Well, you influenced me because... I started Couch to 5K. All right. How's it going for you? I am on day two. Hey. <laughs> I didn't say I'm doing it. I guess I said I started it. So I'm on day two. Yeah. I'm very encouraged. The first, I, I did a trial run. Oh, I guess oh, no oh. pun intended. Um, and it didn't go so hot. And I was only able to finish half of it. So I waited a few days. Mm-hmm. And I've been walking a pretty brisk walk pushing both babies. So it's probably about 50 pounds for, um, about 25 minutes every morning. Mm -hmm. So I'm gradually getting my energy and my strength back. Um, but then I waited a few days and I did it again and it was much easier. So I don't, I don't know, but, um, today I was able to complete day two and I'm very excited about it. And We'll see. I'll keep y'all posted. Now you're doing this on the treadmill, right? Yes. And I'm using the app that you suggested, which is C25K from Zen Labs. And they have a paid one, but I'm just doing the free version because it looks like the paid one just kind of maps your routes and gives you music. I think you can map it out. You get music to match your heart rate. And then also, I think that it keeps your stats. So you can go back and look and see, you know, how far you went what your rate was. So I forgot to say that today we are going to be talking about how to set up a great morning routine. And I was just thinking of that because I've been doing this in the morning. And um, so I'm excited to talk about that because I know a lot of people are getting back into the swing of whatever their fall looks like right now. And so we want to talk about setting up a morning routine. But before we get to that, um, Jesse, what's saving your life today or this week or this year? (laughs) Exactly. Taking long drives and having the babies in car seats. Both of them enjoy long drives and enjoy uh, and end up falling asleep. So it's interesting because both of them are not the kind of babies I hear of these babies that you just put them in their bed at nap time and they Mm -hmm. just, they're awake and then they fall asleep and take this long nap. We don't seem to have babies at this house that do that. Right. But they both are pretty good sleepers. You just have to 
put forth a little bit of effort, have mm-hmm. a few tricks in your bag in order to get them to sleep, especially Kirsten. Um, Champ, you can kind of rock him and pat him yeah. and sing to him, and he'll go to sleep usually when he's tired. Kirsten. She's a little stubborn. She likes to be nursed to sleep, and then she likes to lay on me mm-hmm. while she's sleeping. And if you m- gently move her to the bed, she wants to wake up. Well, and then also if I'm out driving with her, if I stop at a stoplight, which happens rather often, she wakes up. And like I was just out this morning driving and I thought, all right, they're both asleep. I brought my computer, going to see if I can get some stuff done. And I stopped in the parking lot, looked in, we got these mirrors to put in front of the uh, rear facing seat. So that way I can see them through the rear view mirror and then they could also see me. And uh, yeah, her eyes were open. And then she started fussing. So I said, eh, I guess I got to go. So, But she took a really good nap this morning. So you get to drive around and listen to your audiobook. And- yeah, that's where I'm getting all my listening in. Uh, speaking of audiobook, oh, wait, I still got to share what's saving my life. I talked about the Couch to 5K app, but I have another one. And it's a weird one. But as I was thinking of what is saving my life, I saw hangers sitting right on the table. And I remembered that. Velvet hangers have been saving my life in the sense of it is so nice to go into the closet and have matching hangers. This is something that we did last year. We actually took out all of the mismatched random hangers that we collected over the years and we threw them all out or I'm sure we recycled them for I should probably say we recycled them because that sounds really bad if we just like trashed them all. Actually, I think we put them in our recycling bin. But anyway, we got rid of them and then switched to these velvet hangers that we got on Amazon. They have, you can get a big box. It's pretty inexpensive. They've held up really well. Mm -hmm. I'm impressed. And it's great to have all the hangers in all of our closets be matching. And um, the other nice thing is we have a set amount of hangers. so. If we start running out of hangers, that is the indication that it's time to go through the clothes because we need to get pared down some. Mm -hmm. So that's been also um, helpful to just kind of keep tabs on having, I don't like to just collect and consume. Um, I like to to keep things clean and clutter-free and (laughs) somewhat minimalistic. So that's a way to do that as well. The book that I am reading this week is called UBU by Jamie Ivey. And um, I wasn't sure what I would think about this book, but I've actually really, really loved it. In fact, it inspired me to write a post on Instagram because I loved this one quote from her book. Well, I've loved a lot of quotes and I've dog-eared a lot of things, but this quote I wanted to read. She said, instead of asking, did I do enough today? What if we ask ourselves, did I become more like Jesus today? Instead of asking, was I successful? What if we ask, was I faithful? And I think that really flips the perspective around. And that was, so again, from Jamie Ivey's book, UBU. And I will put a link to it in the show notes. And also, teaser, she is supposed to be coming and doing a podcast interview with us in a few weeks. So you can look forward to that. And we'll be talking more about what it looks like to live an authentic life and to really use our gifts and talents to glorify the Lord as women. Speaking of did I do enough today, 
like the quote from Jamie Ivey. Jesse, let's talk about how to set up a great morning routine. Let me but, get a uh, pad and paper. I'm going to take some notes here. <laughs> you have made immense progress since the law school days. I've always <laughs> been a morning person. And since the time I was probably 11 or 12, I've had a pretty good, solid morning routine. Uh, I got yeah, up- you would get up at like 4.30 every morning and get your day started, finish school before anybody else got up. <laughs> Not exactly that much, but I, I was a little bit of a fanatic about getting up early. I've, I've loosened. Yes. I've yeah. Loosened yeah. It's a lot. Five, five o'clock now. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite, but I do love the morning and you've always been kind of the one where you, you don't love the morning so much. No, I love the morning. <laughs> as I love spending the morning sleeping, sleeping in your bed. I'm, I'm more, I'm more than night owl. Though. I remember during our courtship and engagement, whenever I would call you. Well, I didn't really get to call you on our courtship. For those of you who missed our courtship episode, you can listen more there. But during our engagement, I got to call you more because I was allowed. They The rules were not so strict um, mm-hmm. during our engagement. We could actually sometimes I could call you without having to ask permission. Usually it was about wedding planning. So anyway, but I remember I would call and you wouldn't even be up yet. And it'd be like 1030 and I had already done like my day was halfway over and you would still be like, hello. And you just, I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just, just waking up. And I'm like, how do yeah, people I, I think do you're that? being a little bit facetious on that one. Yeah. I just remember being shocked and wondering how on earth people did that, but you're not like that anymore. You have gotten where you, I think you enjoy mornings. Now. I do. And I, do. I, I think you're much more motivated and you get mm-hmm. up early and I see the, the benefit of doing that. Mm-hmm. And so this show was actually, this topic was requested by multiple people. I started doing a morning show again on Instagram. Those of you who follow me um, for a long time probably remember the Periscope days when I started doing live videos on Periscope. Yeah, and that was a long time ago. It's a long time ago, I know. And then I moved to Facebook Live and then to Instagram Live. And then I took a long hiatus from doing shows and just decided to start it up this week since the kids went back to school and I've really been missing it. And so I asked what people would like for me to talk about on that show, which by the way, I should say as a side note, I am no longer doing a morning show. I decided to do a midday show. So I'm doing it about 12 or 12.15 central time every weekday. And that is on Instagram if you're interested. But I asked for what people would like for me to talk about. And the, the, the request again and again and again was talk about morning routines, talk about morning routines. And so I might do a, a morning midday show, sorry, on that, but I thought it'd be better for a podcast, especially because just, mm-hmm. I thought we, the two of us could talk about it together. And so how to set up a great morning routine. I think first off, it starts the night before. And this is something that you've really been encouraging the mm-hmm. kids to do. Yeah. You know, especially with the start of the school year, getting all the stuff together, making sure your homework is done, getting backpacks already. That way everything goes smoothly in the morning. People aren't rushing around. Madly trying to get books and papers and lunches, getting it all done the night before. It's really key to making a smooth transition in the morning. I think a successful morning begins the night before. And so 
for our kids, we've been encouraging them make their lunches, pack their backpacks, make sure, like you said, all their homework done, lay out their clothes even. You mm-hmm. told them to have their clothes laid out. It's fun to go in their room and they have, they, it looks like, like an Instagram flat lay, although that's probably not the clothes that an Instagram influencer will wear, but Silas will have his his little shirt laid. He has it all laid out like his outfit. It's so cute. Um, I think another thing that's been helpful is to try to clean up the night before mm-hmm. so you don't wake up to a really messy kitchen or a messy house. Um, if you can even just as a family take 10 minutes at the timer and everybody just kind of clean up quickly, it can make a big difference in the morning. Mm-hmm. I also like to make a plan for my day. I've talked about this before, but I use Google Calendar to um, put in everything that I need to do each day. And then I make a time block to-do list. And I do this the night before. It really helps me to start the day off well, to just know here's the plan. And mm-hmm. it doesn't ever go perfectly according to plan, but having it all mapped out right. when I get up in the morning, then it's not like, well, what am I going to do today? Mm-hmm. I just get up and I look at my list and I start in on the plan. And we'll talk more about that in a minute, but I think having a plan and planning it the night before, and even just looking at your calendar for the next day, Mm -hmm. the night before can be so helpful because you don't want to be like, oh my goodness, we have a 8.30 appointment and remember that at eight o'clock or 8.15 in the morning. Keeping a calendar is very important. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't even keep calendars for their daily tasks. So, I mean, that's kind of a good start. Well, and we've found that Google Calendar is so great because we can mm-hmm. all now we even we have the girls that they um, they have Google Calendar that they can ha- have it on their phones and then add stuff to our calendars. And so that we can see their school calendar, we can see the baseball calendar, we can see the sports calendar for their school yep. all at a glance on Google Calendar and see each other's calendar. It just helps so much, especially because we have so many doctor's appointments and yep. therapy with Champ now for you to be able to know what's going on in, in my life mm-hmm. as far as work-wise so that you can plan around that and make sure that it's going to work. So start the night before. Number two, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And I know when you're wanting to plan a great morning routine, there's a tendency, at least if you're anything like me, to want to kind of be an overachiever. Mm-hmm. Be like, we're going to oh, do 50... 50- really? You can be an overachiever too. Yo, you know, <laughs> yes. you're, I think you're the king of overachieving or like having this unrealistic expectation yes. for yourself that yes. you're going to set 37 things that you're going to do in the morning in a, no. you know, one hour period and kind of not. It's not that bad, <laughs> but it's bad. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it's important to remember that if you do a few things well mm-hmm. and consistently, a few important things. Right well and consistently every morning, it's going to make a big difference over the long haul and going to be so much better than setting yourself up for failure Mm -hmm. by having this, you know, every three minutes, 37 things that you need to do in the morning. And so then you wake up feeling stressed because you've got so much to do when you're just kind of setting this expectation for yourself that's totally not doable at all. There's a book I read. called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. And one of the things that they talk about in there is to prioritize and execute when you're, when you, and this is specifically when you, when a problem comes your way, but it's the same thing with setting a schedule or a routine, figure out what's the most important, put it up at the top and get it done. 
Did you know what was the next thing on my list? No, I didn't actually. It was called do the hardest thing first. That was the next thing on my list. And so I think that, you know, going hand in hand with keeping it simple and really having that prioritization of what are the few most important things, Mm -hmm. do those things first. And I think one of the things I encourage people to do, if you're struggling with your morning routine, are you on social media in the morning? I know it's hard. No, in the middle of the night, you wake up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just hard. You, the first thing, you know, we have our alarms on our phone. And so we kind of just lean over and turn our alarm off and then sort of our hand, I don't, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe other people don't do this, but I'm pretty sure it's like, I think most people do this. It's common. You pick up your phone and then Mm -hmm. pretty soon 37 minutes have passed. I don't know why I'm stuck on 37 minutes today or 37 today, but it's a good number. Uh, because that is legitimately what will happen. Mm-hmm. And then you've kind of ruined your ability to have a successful morning. So maybe you need five minutes to s- kind of start your brain revving and it's okay mm-hmm. to kind of look at social media a little bit. But if you can't control that and shut it down and then get out of bed, mm-hmm. Probably you need to get yourself an old-fashioned alarm clock or some sort of something so that it's not just sucking your life and your time in the morning. And so what are those most important things that you can do every morning? And for me, that is exercise and eating a healthy breakfast and drinking water, reading the Bible And usually I try to read a chapter or two from a devotional book and then praying over my day. Mm -hmm. Now, as I've talked about in past episodes, I combine some of those. So if I'm walking the babies in the strollers, I'm praying over my day and thinking through my day. And if I'm on the treadmill doing couch to 5K, um, which I mean, it sounds like I've done that for a long time and I've only done two days, but I am hoping there will be many more days Mm -hmm. like that. Um, then I can be reading a book or reading the Bible while I am in the walking right. uh, sections of that. And then also praying when I'm in the running sections or once I finished um, reading. So seeing how you can kind of stack the things together so that it just becomes habits that you do that you stack on one another. And so I just, I don't even think about it now. It's like whenever I go to take the walk with the babies. I just know I'm going to pray over what's going on and I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to pray for certain needs in our life and just get how that's my prayer time. And um, another thing, for instance, I've been doing the pelvic floor exercises and I just picked two that she had told me would be the most effective so that it doesn't take that long now. And, and so I actually do them in the morning, right before I take a shower. And I've just kind of made that okay. I take Mm -hmm. a shower every morning. So before I get in the shower, do my pelvic floor exercises. It's just kind of like, let that be your trigger for that good habit. Right. Well, and here's the, here's the other thing too, that I was thinking, I'm sorry about the crying right now, but, um, (laughs) did you want the microphone? He's getting the microphone. You want to say something? (laughs) You can say something. Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> the thing that I was thinking about was we're talking about a routine here, not a schedule. Mm-hmm. And a, a schedule is more time sensitive and bound by certain hours in the day, whereas a routine is task oriented. And I think that's important because routines can be moved around based upon things that might come up that 
are out of your control. And that way it, it, it's more flexible. And that's one of the things I like about Google Calendar. It's very easy to move things around as you go through day through the day of, oh, this didn't quite fit in here. I'm going to move it somewhere else on my schedule, move my routine around a little bit. And another thing that I think when we're um, talking about doing the hardest things first is to remember that good habits begat good habits mm-hmm. and bad habits begat bad habits. So if you start your day by exercising and drinking a glass of water and taking a shower and making your bed, things that are going to start your day well, there is much more of a chance that you're going to continue on and make good choices than if you start your day by scrolling social media for 30 minutes and then laying there in bed and then going and eating a cookie. Maybe I'm the only person that has eaten cookies for breakfast, but I totally have. And then just kind of lounging around Mm -hmm. And look at on social media more. Something you know, whatever it is that is those bad habits. If the the more that you start, how you start your day tends to be how you walk through your day. So if you can start off with three or four really great choices, there is a good chance that it's going to have that snowball effect that you are going to continue to make good choices. And I love this quote. I am re-listening to Atomic Habits again, and I usually don't re-listen to books, but. This is a book that is worthy of re-listening to or re-reading. Atomic Habits, he says in there, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your habits. And just to think about the choices, the little choices that we make every day that makes up our life Mm -hmm. for good or for bad. And so what are the quality of your habits? And if you want to change the quality of your life, change the quality of your habits. And that can start by doing the hardest things first. And then Jesse, you talked about the flexibility. It's like you're reading my mail over here because fourth on my list was to keep tweaking it. So with your morning routine to remember that it's not set in stone. This is not something that for the next five years, you're going to stick with the same morning routine. A morning routine is something that it's to serve you, not to be something you're a slave to. And one thing that I have found to be helpful is to not just have one morning routine plan, but to actually have a couple of different plans. So let's say that the babies have been up more in the night and I didn't get as much sleep. Having a plan that is for if I get up later, what would that look like? So kind of a streamlined, shortened morning routine plan that I can get done in a much quicker amount of time. And then on the mornings that I get more sleep at night and I'm able to get up earlier, then I can go to plan A. And so instead of just being like, well, I'm so tired, I'm going to have to sleep in and that's just going to ruin my day. It's going to ruin my morning. I can't do my morning routine. What would it look like to have a set plan for on those days when you need to get more sleep? Because sleep is really important. Mm -hmm. And I think that is going to make a big difference on your day. If you have gotten enough sleep, you're going to feel so much more energetic. You're going to be a lot less irritable. And overall in your life, if you get more sleep, you're probably going to be healthier and happier and less crabby. So well, the other thing too, about planning for those contingencies is that when those contingencies happen, it doesn't ruin the rest of your day, which is what will happen if something comes up and you're not able to follow the, follow the routine. And you're, if you don't have that flexibility, it just, like you've said 
earlier, it just snowballs and you make bad choices and continues. But maybe it's not even bad choices. Maybe it's something that has interjected into your day that you weren't expecting. Well, how do you roll with the punches and but plan for those? Well, it's it's kind of like back in the days when we used to fly on airplanes. Um, does anyone remember those days? Um, we would always just plan that there were going to be delays. Just plan that you're there's a good possibility you're going to get delayed and things are going to happen and you're going to get there late and planning for that. So then if there was, it was like, oh, I planned for this. And it's like planning for the interruptions to your morning, planning that you're going to have some nights that you're not going to get as good of sleep. Maybe you're someone who struggles with insomnia. Maybe you have little kids who wake up in the night. Maybe there's some other reason. And so think about what are those things that pretty consistently are going to be quote unquote interruptions to your morning and then make a plan for what it will look like if that happens. So then when it happens, you're like, oh, plan B, we'll just roll on to plan B. And you're like, I planned for this. And then it doesn't steal your joy. It doesn't make you feel like you're behind or like you just have to throw everything out the window. You just roll over to the next plan. And so just remember that a morning routine is there to serve you. How do you make it serve you? What does that look like? And how do you start the night before? How do you keep it simple? Allow yourself some breathing room. What are those few hardest, most important things that you should just get out of the way first thing? And what does it look like to give yourself the grace to have plan A and plan B and to be willing to tweak things if things aren't working? Because if something's not working, change something. Don't stay stuck. I wanted to encourage you, if you have not done so already, we have a five days to a better morning challenge that we offer free on our site. You can go to crystalpain.com slash mornings, and I will send you a free five-day challenge where you will get an email from me every day with just a word of encouragement, a video from me, and then there's a Facebook group that's a private Facebook group so that you can keep accountable to the challenge of every day. I give you just a little project for each day and they build on one another. So if you are interested, if you need some help to kickstart your success in the mornings, go to crystalpain.com forward slash mornings. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm pretty excited because both of the babies stayed quiet enough that we were able to do this whole podcast, Jesse. That's something worth celebrating. Hope y'all have a great week and we will see you back next week. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com. 